This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. Welcome back to the Pages Dynasty Podcast. We are mercifully almost finished with the 2002 season. Um, but before we actually finish, we actually have to watch some of these games at the end of the season. Um, we've had a lot of help so far throughout this season because it has been a rough one. Um, we've had some friends on. We've had Connor on. We've had some experts on. Um, and this time we have both. We have uh, a friend of mine who is also... Maybe expert's a strong word, but uh, a legend. No, not an expert. Reddit, no. Reddit famous, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Just an archivist, an archivist. Ooh, all right. I like yeah. that. Um, yeah, we, we know her as Lisa, um, but you probably know her as Tim Nog if you're ever on the Patriot subreddit because she is uh, probably the most famous user on that Patriot subreddit. Yeah, for uh, sure. Maybe uh, yeah. other, other than the random times <laughs> Julian posts on there. Yeah, he doesn't count. Yeah, he's not a real redditor, is he? Not a nerd like that? the rest of us. Yeah, that's what an for asshole. Sure. <laughs> um, so, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. For uh, sure. Apologies in advance, one for making you watch this game, and uh, <laughs> two for my brothers. I'm sure they'll say something why? appropriate. Who is that supposed to know why? You yeah. know why. We brothers, just Greg. <laughs> Fair enough. It's all good. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, but we've been internet friends for a while, and I realize I actually don't know how you got into being a Pats fan, because you're not from around here. I am not, but I will be soon, which I'm stoked about. Cool. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're moving yeah. to the area at some point. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, getting out of Arizona because it's 101 today, oh. and I'm over it. <laughs> um, Isn't it 101 my... every day, though? Uh, let's see. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. It, it, no, it's going to get down to 98 on Saturday, so mm. there's oh, things yeah. to look forward to. <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> uh, my, my husband is a Pats fan, and... Um, he, I don't want to use the word indoctrinated me, but he strongly suggested that they would be the best team in the NFL to follow. And it's been a great ride. So, I mean, I'm really How long with ago it. was this? Oh, geez. We've been together 15, 16 years. So, All long right. time. Yeah. So, you're an Arizona born and raised? No, I'm from California. Okay. Just slowly yeah. making our way east. <laughs> So did, did you have a sports team before the Patriots? No, because growing up in LA, the age that I am, I'm 36. No one was really a Rams fan. And no one where I lived was a Raiders fan. Um, so LA did not really have a strong football affiliation at all at that time. Um, mm. I, if I grew up in LA now, I'd probably be super stoked about the Rams. I don't think anybody's stoked about the Chargers ever. Um, <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. Not even but, the doctors. Uh, 
No. Oh man. That's, that's awful. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we've, uh, we've seen some good games along the way and it's been a really cool journey. This, this off season was hard. I'm, I'm sure you guys have talked about that on the <sighs> podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one month between our like MVP quarterbacks, <laughs> it was a difficult month. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know we published a podcast. I don't remember recording much of it when Tom Brady left. Uh, so my thoughts are out there somewhere, but yeah, I, yeah, I, it's, I, it's been tough to watch him play for a different team. Yeah, I I was very like petty in game one, and then I ate all my words in game two. Yeah, uh, so yeah, that's where I'm at. Well, I, I was I was all supportive until Brady th- uh, ran for that first touchdown. I'm like, fuck it, now he's doing it for somebody else. Yep. And then I got like super salty about it. Uh, and then yeah, then he lost and threw a pick six. I'm like, oh well, I still I still love him though. I yeah. thought it was good to get our like gut reactions as soon as it happened because I think I feel different now. I was I'm fine with it. You've made your peace. Yep. I'm a Was Cam I'm a Newton a reason that you're fine with it though? You're good in the Bucks to not do good. That <laughs> you way. want the Bucks to lose, Steve? That's what you're saying? Yeah, I can root for Tom Brady. I'm not going to root for the Bucks. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I get it. I might be yeah. a bigger Bucks fan now. Oh, Whoa. No. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can go start your own so, fucking podcast. I'm going to get me some pewter pants. <laughs> Having having Cam really helps. Uh, if we didn't have Cam, that would be brutal. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think just so. seeing a completely different offense out there. Yeah, it's been fun. It's, yeah, exactly. It's just been a nice change of pace because something you've seen from all these other teams that get the the young, agile quarterbacks. You're like, oh well, that looks fun, but we have Tom Brady, so we'll be okay mm-hmm. without it. Right. And now we actually get to enjoy it for ourselves for once and like i i still worry about cam when he runs but it's not like the same kind of worry you have for like your grandfather you know falling and breaking (laughs) your hip that that i did tom brady running yeah (laughs) yeah it's so true he was running a lot in 2002 i was gonna say speaking of tom brady running yes uh, i think we may have seen his longest run of his career to this point in this game Definitely. Whopping 15 yards on third down, right? Yeah. And that may be the only highlight, one of three highlights that I can think of from this game off the top of my head. Are there highlights? Was, uh... the... Go ahead. And do you find... have highlights on Peach's Dynasty or no? Or do you just leave this, this one off? Uh, I, I cut them. I'll have them on the website when this comes out. Okay. But I think there will be three. One of them is Tom Brady's scramble. <laughs> One of them is basically Kevin Falk, who is the only yep. player who produced in this game, and uh, Brady's touchdown pass, which is probably already All on right. there. So we're done well, with the game. Good. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking, talking about, about next week? Yeah, love this game. <laughs> well, this is a big game, though. I mean, as far as like this is like the culmination of the season up to this point, right? Right. I mean, both teams are what the Pats are eight and six coming in, and the Jets were seven and seven. Yep. So you got yeah. two divisional games to finish the season. That's really going to decide if you're making the playoffs or not. Yeah, I, w- I won't yeah. spoil it for you, but <laughs> yeah, if you win both of these, you're in the driver. You're you're in the playoffs. Yeah. 
If you were now, one of them, you need help. Refresh my memory. What happened to Testa Verde that Chad Pennington started this game? He sucked. Yeah. Oh, I, so he was just. I think. I think yeah. Yeah. So they started out the season one and three with Testa Verde, and then wow. as soon as Pennington came in, they st- so actually I I read into Pennington a little bit, and yeah. it's 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 kind of interesting how that all played out because he was a first round draft pick in 2000. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah. one of the Brady six. Yeah. He was the first, first oh, of the Brady six in that draft. Oh, by the jets, by the jets. Yep. Mm-hmm. He played so as a high pick then. Obviously. Do you, do you know who, who he was throwing to at in college? Yeah, I do. Randy Moss. Randy Randy Moss. Wow. At the thundering yeah. herd of Because I just remember there's one p- particular Randy Moss highlight from college. And I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Chad Pennington throws a wide receiver screen to him. And there's two defenders 10 yards downfield. And Randy Moss splits them and outruns them, giving them a 10-yard head start. He like skips. He like skips them too. Like he like skips <laughs> over them. It's yeah. it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. All right, let's add that highlight to the uh, game. <laughs> to this yeah, game. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is if you were doing highlights, Chad Pennington had a great game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you get way more Jets highlights out of this game than Pat's highlights. Lisa, I think you know better than I do that we don't do Jets highlights. I, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. I agree, though. Pennington played pretty decently. And honestly, I never really truly hated Pennington like I should since for being he's, a Jets. He's a good player. Yeah. 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 He's, he's a- also around a bunch, too. So that that lessened it for me. Yeah. Well, do you want to – so I, I went through his, like, career, and there was some interesting stuff in there. I, All right. Usually I go to, like, the off-the-field stuff, but he is – I think he's, like – Plain yogurt off the field. Yeah, it's too clean. <laughs> like, there's absolutely nothing of interest <laughs> I could find. But so he was drafted in 2000, the same time as Brady. He spent uh, two years behind Testaverde. And Testaverde really didn't even play that well either. Like last year, I mean, they went 10 and 6 last year, but he had like 15 touchdowns, 14 picks. So he, it might just be a sign of the times. I know they used to like let quarterbacks. Yeah, work their yeah. way into it a bit more. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you this didn't really start year, the rookie, did you? Right, right. So this year is when he when he makes his real first appearances, and he like completely turns the te- turn, team around. So uh, knowing Jets fans, I'm assuming the hype train was like in full steam oh, yeah. at this point. Oh, you know, for you sure. Imagine? Yeah, because they make they make the playoffs. Spoiler alert! And then he beats Manning in the first round, forty-one to nothing. Wow. So, oh my god. Yeah, they were they were pretty they had a pretty good season and they were really hyped on him. So you'll like this, Steve. Then next year in the fourth preseason game, he dislocates his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah, he how? I don't know why he was playing in the fourth game. But also, how do you dislocate your hand? No it's idea. It's not like it's one you know, bone. Jets fans dislocated their hands jerking off to the thought of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's the new Tom Brady. And then it heals enough in time for Sanchez to come along and they break it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he misses the first five games of the year because of that. They finished 6-10. and 10, um, And then the next year, they give him a seven-year, $64 million contract. Oh, my God. Oops. 
Um, How'd that it, turn out? It didn't go well. <laughs> uh, the quote I took took out of here was he was he was beefing with the media in New York too. Oh. It says Pennington scolded the assembled assembled media, telling them it was not their right but a privilege of theirs to cover the Jets to be around a bunch of professional athletes every day and do your job. <laughs> I love that. It. Yeah, I like him already. Yeah. As a journalist, I am very offended. <laughs> wow. Journalist is also a strong word. Yeah, it is. So then so he has all sorts of injuries. I mean, he makes the playoffs in 04, but he's got, he has that shoulder injuries. 06, yeah. he wins uh, comeback player of the year. Uh, more years of injuries, and then he gets traded to Miami and wins comeback player of the year again in Miami wow. in 2008. Oh, yeah. And he was actually second in MVP votings that year. Nah. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah. And then I wonder if there's any other player that's won comeback player of the year twice. He's the only one. That, yeah, they mentioned that. Is that. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the years he won it was, uh, so, yeah, he beat out Drew Brees. Mm, that was the oh, rotator wow. cuff year. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, when he yeah. moved to the Saints. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, so he had one good year with Miami that that year, and then uh, nothing after that. But he was the starting quarterback on both teams that uh, won the AFC East. The only two teams. Yeah, he's the second. Best. Yeah, oh, I, I was... oh, wait, Dolphins in the this year. Yeah, so, so go we... as the second best, right? Yeah, I think he has to for sure. Because, yeah, he is. Him and Brett Favre are both the reason the Patriots missed the playoffs the two times that they missed them. Yeah. Wow. Because in right. 08, we, yeah. we, we've talked about that where because wasn't um Pennington was released or traded to Miami to make room for Brett Favre, right, Greg? Yeah, yeah. That sounds right. I think I think we talked about that. And so then at the end of the season, Pennington beats Brett Favre, which keeps the Patriots out of the playoffs. Yes. Um, even though I don't think Miami needed the win to get in the play. I think they were in anyway, but that kept the Patriots out. Um, How far did they get that year? I can't remember. In, in 2008? Yeah, no way. Uh, they lost the wild card. Mm. <laughs> Play seven to nine to the Ravens. Cool. Where the Patriots were coming on strong and like hadn't Thanks lost. Showing up. Yeah. And then in 2001, it's a little bit more convoluted, but Pennington... I think they were already in the playoffs because the Patriots beat the Dolphins, which means the Jets were already in the playoffs and they were playing Brett Favre's Packers. Brett Favre was in the running for MVP. And I yeah. think the game mattered to mattered to the Packers for seeding reasons, I believe. Yep. Because we, we talked about this when the Patriots played the Packers. And uh, basically, the Packers got their doors blown off. Brett and people say that's why Brett Favre didn't win the MVP that year because he lost so badly in the last week of the season, and that right. loss 
kept the Patriots out of the playoffs again. So those two guys playing against each other, Chad Pennington beating Brett Favre twice. twice. Good old two Chad. Which is weird. And that's probably why I don't really hate Chad Pennington, but I hate Brett Favre. I wonder if Brett Favre had won both those games. Maybe I'd like Brett Favre and hate Chad Pennington. Would you? I don't, think you, would. <laughs> I don't think you like, would. I don't know. I hate Mark Sanchez a whole lot more than Chad Pennington. But why don't you hate Chad Pennington? Because he's the reason. He's the one that kept you out of the playoffs. Well, to be fair, I didn't, I didn't know that until rewatching this game. You know, sometimes you hate isn't logical. You know, you feel well, what you true. feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hate's a lot easier when you don't know. Well, maybe yeah. they didn't know that not only were they playing for the Patriots to get in the playoffs or not, they're playing for who I get to hate the most for the rest of my being. Yeah, if they had known that, know. Brett Favre may have tried harder. Yeah. yeah. But I doubt it. <laughs> You're about to make a little kid hate you, Brett. Come on. <laughs> also, Pennington's parents are both British, and his real name is James Chadwick Pennington. The most British name ever. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait, was he born I'm here? Sorry. Yes. James Chadwick Pennington. Was he born here, Greg? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, he was born in Knoxville. So the same thing as our parents, except moved to yeah. Knoxville, he had a, New Hampshire. He had a yeah. southern drawl. Dude, Chadwick. Is that what most, most Chads are? Are they Chadwicks? Oh, that's a great question. Um, it's not, probably it's not short for Chad, right? No, I don't. I don't think so. It's gotta be right, Chad. unless they're just Chad. Because I have friends who are yeah. like just Jill and it's not short for anything, or just Kate. Well, what short. is Chad short for? Yeah, my brother's just Matt. He's not a Matthew. Oh wow! Oh, I guess Charles. Do you call him Matthew? Chad. No. Because that's what weird. I do with my friends. I just call them their full names, even though it's not. I just watched a seven-minute Randy Moss college highlight clip <laughs> on YouTube, and it's auto-playing a freaking 12-minute one. I saw you talking about that. That shit was awesome. Yeah, right? That doesn't sound bad. There's a bomb hurdle one, too. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. There'll be like a 15-minute one after that. <laughs> There's plenty. No, it's the Vikings 12 minutes. Oh, yeah. The Vikings one will be even more ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, yeah, thank God. Uh, who else played for these? Well, her, this was a Herm Edwards team. Mm. Nobody wants to do the Herm Edwards? Okay. That's fine. You do it, Andy. Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. What do you play to do? You play to win the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and while he would win this game, uh, this was the last time he would beat the Patriots as a head coach in the NFL. Um, he, after this, he is two and two. He would finish uh, his record against the Patriots would be two and nine. What was the final score of this game? 30 to 17. Yeah. And it wasn't even that close. It was close. No. It shouldn't have been. And it wasn't. It wasn't. According to the box score that I looked at. <laughs> oh, yeah, we forgot to give this a watchability score. Ah, uh, yes. So, Lisa, I, what we do is, um, because we have to watch all these, the listeners don't, mm-hmm. but we like to give a watchability score out of six Lombardies, um, mm. how good the game is to watch, and if it's worth rewatching. And we always start with Greg. Um, okay. Because he has yet to watch one of these games. 
That's not true. I watch the ones that are worth watching. <laughs> Week 16 we against the Jets <laughs> is not worth watching. <laughs> well, according to the stats, this one doesn't look like there's many. I mean, the score was closer than it and it, than the stats seemed to lead it to be. I mean, they got out yardaged 393 to 216. Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't see, I mean, there was the, the kickoff return by Falk. That was probably pretty sweet. I'm assuming mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, it was good. But other than yeah. that, not too much I mean, to celebrate. It was like yeah. a minute 15 and they had the ball on the Jets 10 yard line down two touchdowns. So it wasn't yeah. like completely out of hand the whole game. Yeah. So if they had scored there, like there was still a, a chance that they could have been on some kick, yeah, on some but, kick it and recovered and something like that. So it wasn't like complete blowout. Like they scored 30 points in the first half and then. Right. But I still give it a zero. <laughs> Just zero. I was wondering about you, Steve, because I know your hatred for the Jets. Yeah. And and I think this is. Nobody needs to watch this game. Yeah. Just the highlights and that's about as that's the maximum. All three How of them. You yeah. Can- have you guys talked about like the composition of the offensive line this season? Cause like Tom had a terrible game and part of it was he was under pressure so much this game. And I'm just, we talked about uh, how Matt Light sucks. Yeah. I, yeah. Really? We've touched on Matt Light not being as good as at least I remember. Um, I remember him being great, but like what right. year in the league he was, was great he? later. He was not good. Yeah. Yeah, is uh, I want to say oh one was his rookie year, and he didn't even yeah, play no that this is his rookie year. I feel oh I well, there you go, Statcheck. Yeah, come on, Statcheck. And That's I love that like the first, the first good throw I saw Tom make was four minutes into the second quarter, and then he immediately got sacked. And I'm like, oh, yeah. it's gonna be this kind of game. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he was running for his life. He ran for that 15 yard longest <laughs> run of his career. For imagine that third exactly. and, and Tom Brady runs for 15 after dodging all three rushers that the yeah. Jets sent. <laughs> yeah. So, so did he play as poorly as his as his stats looked, or was it was in the first half? Rushing? He did. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, and the, he played so badly that the commentators started again talking about him wearing his gloves because <laughs> this oh. was the uh, this was the ESPN crew. And the last oh, time yeah. we saw them, the Patriots had played the Raiders in the Snowball rematch. Yeah. And they made a huge deal about Brady wearing his glove. And uh, and he lost that game. So as soon as he started, like, you know, one hopping balls into receivers, like, oh, he's got the glove on again. Maybe it's, he's got too much uh, grip on the football. Yeah, I, I didn't watch this that closely, thank God. I just kind of <laughs> had it on. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Dropped by my boy David Givens, though. That would have changed that, the that game was awful. and Tom Brady's stat line. Yeah. That shit was yeah. killer. So, but I think, what was it? In the first, after the first quarter, I wrote it, um, Brady had five yards passing and um, Pennington had 173 and two touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. Pennington oh. completed his first 11 passes and the Jets yep. outgained him 261 to 78 at halftime, but it was still 17 yeah. 10. <laughs> right. Exactly. Just pretty crazy. because uh, Kevin Falk took the, the kickoff back for touchdown. And he was also the only one, like, this is just a bad game all around. We had, uh, I hate to bring this up. Oh, I was hoping you'd bring this up. 
So there was a point in this game, third quarter, like first drive of the half, uh, the second half. Uh, Patriots basically drive down, convert a fourth and one like a midfield. Uh, Brady has his 15-yard third down run, and then he throws a touchdown of 4A to tie the game up at 17. Jets go Does three he and out. Job anymore? Fourier? Yeah. Didn't he like uh, do a thing and get in trouble? <laughs> oh, yes. yeah, but he's still employed. It was the Don Yee thing. Brady's oh, agent. That's what Brady it was. was. We were mocking him with the Asian accent. <laughs> yeah. I think there might have been some other stuff in there, too. <laughs> yeah, but he's still doing his shitty thing on one of the sports talk radios. EI, probably. Um, so yeah, I was sad to see Fourier doing well. Um, just because we know how far he's fallen now. Yeah, Lisa, you got you got that to look forward to. Boston Sports Talk Radio. When you move Ooh. there, it's you're in for a treat. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard anybody hate the New England sports teams as much as Boston Sports Talk Radio. They're worse yeah. than Greg. Well. <laughs> Greg, the Bucks fan. Well, just to give Lisa some context here, we we have a constant battle between these two homers that 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 just so they have these blinders on. They're like, oh, the Patriots can never do anything wrong, and anything anybody else does good sucks because it's not the Patriots, but not me. I'm a fan of football first, and then I'm a Patriots fan. You're a Belichick <laughs> hater. That's what you are. You are. Give him no credit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's. And yeah, do you want to give a hot take about the uh, sweatshirt he was wearing? I'm sure you got some negative things to say about that. (laughs) Well, I think his did his mom pass away. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I I tried not to make any jokes about that. With (laughs) fair enough. Yeah, you know. She was old. Yeah, Yeah. she was ninety something, right? Ninety eight. Nine or ninety. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to meet his mom just to see what her personality is like. Oh man, yeah. I bet I bet she was a firecracker. Yeah. I mean, just look at our mom. What happened to us? Sorry, mom. Uh maybe maybe we'll uh we'll have a surprise guest next week. We're gonna tease that. You see that boys? That's called teasing. Mm, wow, Andy. You're such a podcast host. I'm so good at this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so back to the the thing that none of us actually want to talk about. Um, so the pages have tied it up. They get the Jets to go three and out. Momentum has shifted. The Jets punt. I don't even know if I can say it. Say it. It hurt. Troy Brown fumbles the punt. Oh, I missed that play. The yeah, Jets recover awful. at like the Patriots 20. Manage to drive all the way to the five-yard line before they settle for a field goal. But then, like, that was the momentum. Brady gets, like, the next drive, they go, Patriots go three and out, and they punt, and, like, that's it. Oh, she wrote. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Andy? So, this is, when I say they think the Patriots can do no wrong, just Troy Brown is even, like, further down that road <laughs> of, like, Oh, borderline obsessive. <laughs> I love Troy Brown. Don't get me wrong, but you two are like weird fanboys about it. All right, give, give me your unbiased fucking opinion, then, you little fence sitter. Want to hear a quote from the man himself? I do. He said, "It just kills you. 
It takes a lot of momentum from your team. It's one of the worst plays I've ever had in my career. It was just a bad oh. decision not to call for a fair catch. Oh, so how is this any anti Troy Brown? It's Dude, not. I just everyone makes a mistake and then he owns up to it. Yes, that's possible. A plus the Troy Brown. What humility! And and you, the they guy. showed him on the sideline, like when the Jets were still driving the ball, and he looked like he was going to cry. Like he was this, torn up. I watched. Well, I bet it's got to be. I, I bet it's got to be weird for him because he's always been the guy that like does the little things right. You know. Yeah. So it's got to be weird for him to like make a like a mental mistake like that. And like that, I mean, in a huge part in a game that's deciding your season, whether you go to the playoffs or not, I bet that I bet that weighed on him a lot. I bet it did. Yeah. But we still love him. Right, Steve? Of course. I love him (laughs) even more now. Exactly. Because because you knew he was going to own up to it. You knew he was going to go play for the Buccaneers. No one's perfect. He's still perfect in my eyes. So I got super bored when I was uh, watching this game. Cause, well, I just didn't really watch it, honestly. And I, I swear I watched most of it except those like two minutes. I like, took something outside to my yard, like some trash and stuff. So I just left it playing in my room and came back and saw they had the ball. And I wasn't going to rewind it to find out. Good job. I, I looked up on your website. That sounds Andy, suspicious. All of like the biggest spreads, highest over-under, lowest over-under. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool to kind of get in there and be like, I remember that game. I don't remember that game at all. Yeah, I didn't remember this game at all. <laughs> I think the whole, I think I just kind of blacked out the whole 2002 season as if it didn't happen because it's that one down year they don't make the playoffs in between three Super Bowl winning seasons. So yeah. Like, yeah, I just don't remember it. It's fine. I sort of feel that way about the Matt Castle year too. That's a good point. I don't. Like, I can't think of specific things that happened that year. I yeah. remember being impressed with how well it went for what it was, but yeah. I remember not having the same investment in it because the expectation was lower, I guess. Yeah. Well, because the expectation was so high at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. Yeah. It just got shattered 10 minutes in to the season. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're also grieving that year. But yeah. I mean, we we went to the game against the Cardinals, all of us, the Brown family in the snow. That was my first game. And that was the Cardinals team that actually went to the Super Bowl that year. And the Patriots like walked them. It was like 40 to seven or something ridiculous. So they, I they was living, them. I was living in Phoenix during that Super Bowl year. And I worked, um, I used to be a librarian and I was working at the Phoenix Public okay. Library and this kid came in the day after that Super Bowl, head to toe. Oh, no, it wasn't 08. It was 07. Oh, my God. And he had to print some homework. But he was just the saddest kid I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> That's awesome. I know that I know that kid. Yeah. You, you are that kid. Yeah. yeah. I When the second uh giant super bowl i was in college at the time and i had uh, a monday class at like 8 a.m and i like couldn't skip those classes and i like i used to like write down the the date on my notes every time and i was like 
studying like a month later. I was going through and I get to one section and it's like gibberish. <laughs> I like looked at the date. It was the Monday after the Super Bowl. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, man. Not your best work. <laughs> Yikes. Well, let's talk about Reddit. Okay. I mean, sure. I, I, I don't think I have a, anything else from this game. Yeah. You being a librarian, librarian is like the least surprising update ever. <laughs> right. So like, just explain what your role is in Reddit and the Patriots Reddit for those that like, don't know. Hmm. Um, uh, like I just post highlights. I don't really ever even comment. You know, I don't, I don't check that subreddit on a daily basis, but during the game I'll do, um, I've kind of pared it down to just do like scoring plays or sacks or anything like that. Um, Cause after what is this five years, maybe it's uh, my husband's like, would you just sit down and watch a football game with me? Mm. So that's why I scaled it back a little bit. Um, and then I'll do an upload after the game that has them all like bing, 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 bing in a row and people can request whatever I missed. And I put it up and, you know, several years ago, the I would say the Patriots subreddit was less saturated with highlights. Like it's come a long way, mm, and there's other people doing like you know. I don't. Andy, when did you join Reddit? I uh, couldn't tell you. Ninety nine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, people used to ask me for really old gifts like, oh, do you have anything from the intentional safety game or you know, oh, yeah. I went to this game. Do you have any highlights from it? And there are so there was at that time so few old highlights that i have a lot of games recorded and so i said sure i'll share and that's really how it came about so where where did you have them recorded did you just have them like on a dvr or something uh some of them yeah some of them through like tv capture software and then you know, some of them, I don't want to like the FBI to come knock on my door, but like <laughs> tape takers and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just yeah. trading them with other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you don't, it, it really chops my hide the way that this content is protected and yeah. everybody should be able to watch it. And it's, it's one thing, you know, not to besmirch the crafts, I guess, but it's one thing that they're really like persnickety about. Um, and so I don't think that it will ever change, but I, I honestly really love watching the old games just as they're presented. And I mm-hmm. think even the old games, when they will re-air them on NFL network, you, you're not getting that telecast. You're getting like a condensed version. And I, right. I love seeing like the long fan shots of how bad people looked and, <laughs> yes. you know, yeah. stuff like that. Even the yeah. commercials. Right. Mwah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, though. It is a it is a different experience, like watching, like uh, the long form, like TV version of a game after the fact. Like with the Super Bowls, I remember like trying to trying to some of the earlier ones, trying to find like the full games because all you could find was just like the highlights, and like that doesn't really put you in that. Yeah, the feelings that you had while you're watching plays, you know, like the building of tension and that kind of stuff, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. I like, yeah, like I re- miss the, the the commercials in it and sort of don't. If like this whole game had commercials in it, I would be like, fuck that. But <laughs> sometimes you catch like a little bit of a commercial on these. Someone like just didn't stop the tape in time or started too early. And 
Yeah. Some of the old commercials are hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, as you guys are going through, you know, this is one year post 9-11. And that was such a moment in time, especially, especially that first game, the Mo Lewis game. Um, I, I, I was thinking we're about what, 19 years out from that. I wonder what people watching these games 19 years from now are going to think seeing bill wear his mask so stupidly like he did mm, yeah. on sunday night and like <laughs> these guys with their face shields like are we gonna think wow remember covid or are we all still gonna be wearing masks I have <laughs> it's true yeah yeah they're gonna look at games from last year and be like why aren't they wearing masks this is weird <laughs> <Those idiots. laughs> but it's true yeah like yeah. 20 years from now when we're still doing this podcast exactly because the dynasty just doesn't end Belichick's still wearing his mask wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) On purpose, I'm sure. Uh, Cam Newton just won his 10th Super Bowl. I like it. (laughs) As a pocket passer, though, he's all done running. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So all these games that we've been watching, are those from you? uh, From that Reddit site, at least, in some fashion? I mean, uh, Andy, like, I know you've a done longest. a little, you've gotten, yeah. Um, yeah but I so... have, I was going to say, I, I have every Brady game. I think like between you and I, we've now gotten the whole shebang. We have, yeah. Yeah, we've been yeah. sharing what each other didn't have. And I think at this yeah. point, I think we do have them all. Yeah. When you, when you get back into blood, so it just becomes impossible. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So do you feel like the the pressure, because I know like, you know, you have a certain like name notoriety in the Reddit now and people like expect like the clips and this, the post game and stuff. Do you feel like the pressure of, you know, I got to like get these things up there because people are like waiting for it or do you just not, not give a shit about strangers on the internet? I did a couple years ago. Yeah. And I would like sit here through the whole telecast and then sit and see what people wanted. And it was too much, especially when it's like a Sunday night game. Mm. Like I um, don't stay up late. I can't. Um, that's going to be really hard for me next year. Cause like right now I'm taking advantage of my time zone. Um, but people ask me for the weirdest stuff. They'll be like, Hey, do you have that clip of that guy picking his nose? Or, Hey, do you have (laughs) like, can you get that where Tom can't find his hat? Like that's probably one of the most requested gifts I ever had. Um, so did you find it? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was during the game. So, you know, just rewind it a little bit, but yeah, people, people are funny, but I'm happy to notice that. Yeah. The, the requests, lately have been more and more obscure yeah a little bit ridiculous yeah but i you know what i like football um and i'm happy to share this weird hobby so it's it's really i'm a celtics fan too i don't know if you guys are like all four you don't you're not into um it it always cracks me up that the celtics highlights capture is also named tim um but he's like Uh, a polish guy yeah polish guy but didn't he learn from you no we've we've actually never interacted but i he's really 
Well, it is interesting that they are like protective about their highlights and stuff. Cause I mean, I think like from a fan point of view, it's almost like universally accepted that like we want to see highlights and people always shit on like the MLB because they're like super protective about it. Like, the worst. You can't even, yeah. yeah. Like you can't even get like highlight packages on YouTube, you know, it's, and it seems like all the customers feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, there has to be an uh, their side of the argument. Is do you get, do you know what that is? What their argument would be? I, want, I, I go ahead. They want yeah. the viewers on their website to look at the highlights on their content platform so they can serve them ads and make money off them. But what they fail to realize is like that's not a like sustainable solution. You can just go find it mm-hmm. anywhere. Yeah. Right. And like you're hurting the brand by not right. making it so accessible like, for everybody in the modern internet day. Right. Yep. yep. Yeah. You're not going to stop people from finding it. And you're, in essence, you're stopping more people from finding it, thus decreasing what you'd make at a ballpark or getting new fans, or whatever it might be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and if the the way that they're sharing it doesn't have a social aspect to it, then it's pointless because you look at a highlight and you want to talk about it with somebody. So, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, especially just the short clips too. Like I understand, you know, the NFL posting their like full game highlights to YouTube and like making you go to YouTube to watch it. Yeah, I guess. I'm not still don't quite understand why that is, but um, that might be more to control where the video shows up. Um, but yeah, just for like one, you know, 15, 20 second clips of one play, it seems Mm -hmm. like allowing people to easily share that would, would actually build more interest in the brand and have more people come to find more of those and actually like visit your website more. And then you can serve the ads and do whatever you need to, to, to make your money. Short sighted. Yeah, I actually yeah. have a highlight request. Okay. <laughs> and this goes For back home. to the <laughs> <laughs> this goes back to the commentators, which Andy, I can't believe you haven't talked on. I have a I have a lot of hate on them, but <laughs> they were talking about this Miami Denver game where they're just laying each other out and it ended field goal, field goal, field goal. So I tried to Google it and I couldn't find it, but it sounded like it was like a super duper slugfest where people just absolutely crushing each other oh huh so 2001 week 16 well this had to be oh, 2002 now. right 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 oh week 15 because oh, i had right. to rewind it because he said he said something so dumb i listened to this twice because right before it he says <laughs> i've seen more third and 20s made than i have seen third and ones that's that fucking stupid yeah and then the other commentator called him out, even though which commentator said this dumb shit, but he's like, oh, really? You've been around for a long time, which doesn't make any sense either because the longer you're around, they're starting to say, you're going to see, wait, if you watch one third down play, maybe. It's so dumb. <laughs> so I like and then the- they start talking about this, this slugfest between Miami and Denver, however many years ago. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't even this season? No, no, it was like they're talking oh. about an old game. They oh, were geez, reminiscing about some this. slugfest between the two teams. But honestly, it feels like from like the seventies or eighties, probably worse with good highlight gifts in there too. Yeah, that's probably my guess. And you probably won't find highlights from games from the seventies because do they even have TV back then? Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Last mom. 
I got some just, other choices. Just go through our, the old VHS ones. Remember those videos we used to have as kids? Oh, NFL like films the, with Steve Sable. Oh. Yeah. Steve Sable's videos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's Morgan Freeman before Morgan Freeman. Yeah. 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 And the music too was always great. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, uh, I forgot about the ESPN chime that was in this whenever they'd show the thing at the bottom. The yeah. mayonnaise like, chime? Huh? I thought I feel like I've told you this before. Every time I I say the word mayonnaise in my head, I say it to that team. <laughs> mayonnaise. <laughs> mayonnaise. <laughs> That's where I got it from. Yeah. Phonetically. <laughs> God damn it. Because they, they had a commercial they do with the straws too, right? There's like two guys with the Wendy's. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I always used to do that every time I go to get fast food. Dude, I can't. Ever since we did the Brett Favre game, I've been saying real comfortable jeans. Every time I pick up jeans, like we put on jeans. I can't uh, stop thinking it. This podcast is going to ruin us. Yeah. <laughs> We're pretty fucked up, so. Uh, I do that every time I hear his name, though. Real comfortable painkillers. Good old Brett. I have some other choice comparisons from the commentators. Okay. We okay. talked for a little bit about how Brad Johnson was better than Mike Vick and should have gone to the Pro Bowl over him. It's a I was not paying attention, apparently. I missed that. Good wow. Lord. And then <laughs> they were talking about saying Randy Moss. And for some reason, because he's not even in this game. Oh, yeah. This one I know. They said, like, Santana Moss is better. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, they, they said he was faster. Like, uh, it was like, which Moss is Yikes. faster? And one of the guys just like, <laughs> deadpans like, Randy. <laughs> like, I don't know which take is worse. They have yeah. their own Moss, and he's faster. Yeah. It was because Chad Pennington had thrown to randy moss in college uh, and now yes. he's throwing to oh. santana moss and he's so fast he's just like so which guy's faster and the other guy just deadpan like randy obviously <laughs> yeah it's like what you mean like, the fastest player that's ever played in the league that's exactly yeah. what he said yeah. well back to the vic thing i think this is this is the year vic like makes his name known right where he goes into lambo because yeah. we were talking yeah. about the, the the packers by losing to the Dolphins would have to play Vic and the Falcons, right? And then uh, Vic goes into Lambeau and beats him. Is this right. not Brad Johnson's Super Bowl appearance, though? Doesn't he it, is. it is. Yes, it is. And he is considered the worst quarterback to win a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Mm, is he? Because they, they didn't win it because of him. They won it because of that. Spider. To win a Super <laughs> yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, to win I could see that. I mean, Grossman made one. He was really bad. Oh. Yeah. He didn't win it, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who else? I mean, Flacco would be on that list. But, I mean, he had really good playoffs that year. So he was kind of the reason they won- the Ravens won that Super Bowl. Peyton Manning yeah. was pretty bad that last year. but Yeah, cool. that's what but I was he's thinking also of. Peyton Manning. Yeah. But that individual game performance was so bad yeah <laughs> which one <laughs> wah, wah. hey man I had a couple of stinkers in the super bowl uh speaking of stinkers uh ken walter uh, he is probably the worst punter mm-hmm. i've seen on the patriots that i can i can remember 
Like I, I wrote down uh, the one good thing that he's done this season was tackling Santana Moss on a punt return after out kicking his coverage by like 20 yards and setting up a huge return. Okay, you're blaming him for out kicking the coverage? Yeah. You're, that's, your, that's your fucking job as a punter. And when he wasn't, when he wasn't doing that, he was he was kicking it too far again into the fucking end zone for touchbacks. Well, maybe the coverage should have sped up and got down there quicker. It landed five yards in the end zone. Okay, <laughs> not much you can do about that. Like it bounced I, I, five yards in. I retract my previous statement. <laughs> so that punt was uh, a net of twenty yards. So it wasn't even like. Uh, and so he had one that I thought was like, oh, it finally hit a good punt. And it was a whopping 44-yard punt, which he followed up with a 27-yard punt, like, late in the game. Like, he, there's, a, there's a really uh, fascinating news article about Ken Walter and, like, just how much the anxiety of being so bad got to him. I, I really? think it was written around 2001 <laughs> or 2002. Oh, so I'll have to dig it up. That sounds like a must-read right there. Yeah, it was it does, good. doesn't it? Oh, my God. All right, yeah, we'll yeah, have to take that after. Because you think of punting as, like, the least stressful position in football, really. You know? Yeah. 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 If you fuck yeah. it up, it's not like you lost the game. Like, if you fuck up as a kicker, you could lose the game, you know? Yeah. 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 high leverage. And, and you're already there performing because they fucked up. So I exactly, mean, yeah. You know. You're already giving the ball away, so it's like whatever. And then people yeah, feel. I feel like you only remember bad punts like the next day when someone else brings it up, and you're like, oh yeah, he was right, terrible. Yeah. You know, you don't ever like think of it on your like he lost the game for us. It was always just yeah. It's never lost on a punt. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. You can say Ryan Allen probably won that Super Bowl with us. He punted awesome in that Rams Super Bowl. That's true. Yeah, him and Matt Slater. I think you could have given yeah. them co-MVPs. That would have been awesome. Just that the fact would have been, been so Belichickian if the punter <laughs> wins Super Bowl MVP. That <laughs> would have been so good. I remember like halftime, I was like, I I really was hoping for a 3 nothing win. You know? <laughs> Just have too. that like, like signature to the yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah, it was so good. Because that, that uh, Rams offense, I think, was top 10 all time. Yeah, I think it was like yeah. really even higher. Because the Chiefs was as well. The Chiefs offense, I think, was fourth all time. And I think I want to say I thought they were like both top seventh? five. I think they were seventh all time. They were, but they were both like all time offenses. And the Patriots held that Rams team to to three points, which is outrageous. But yeah, and also the fact that um Matthew Slater would occasionally actually catch Ryan Allen's punts like before they hit the ground, like you would get down there fast enough and be able to turn around and field the punt as if he were the the punt returner. This is is he guy. still playing, or did we like cut him and he's yeah. gone? Are you still he playing? playing? Yeah. Who? Matthew Slater. Slater? No, uh, Allen. Oh. Oh, I f- want to say he's he a free with the agent. That checks. See, this is what I'm saying. Like, no, we don't even know what Hunter <laughs> is. It's week three. <laughs> oh no, it, no it's we know it's not John. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah it's they... Last year, he's not playing right now. I, I thought he played for the Falcons last year. He was a good player. I don't understand. That, like, that he's was no Ken Walter. Yeah. Yeah. The fact they moved on from him and he couldn't land anywhere else because he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. It's crazy. 
Yeah. Oh man. You um, want to hear some uh, other another interesting stat from this game? Sure. Let's do it. Kind of depressing, but the Jets the Jets had 186 yards in the first quarter alone after only uh, getting 200 yards in their previous meeting this year. Yeah, that's right. Because the, the game. Patriots shellacked them. Mm-hmm. That was the one where Victor like Green. Week two, yeah. Yeah, had a pick six, like a 90-something yard pick six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Against his old team. Makes you long for Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> <laughs> sure does. Old Vinny Greenhead. <laughs> Is that what um, that means? Yeah, we looked it up. I mean, I don't. That's what the translation in Spanish. Uh, to, I, I believe we call that loosely translated. Yeah, oh, it's okay. loosely translates to Vinny Greenhead. I like. I know we're like, wait, the Jets. This all makes sense. Oh. <laughs> really does. Oh man. Um, I I had a stat that I thought was, I don't know, interesting but strange. Um. Because another player who I think has struggled down the stretch here is Antoine Smith. Mm. Yeah, how many, yards, how many yards do you have in this game, Greg? He's had a few disappointing games down this the end uh, of the season. Let's see here. I'd he say less had, than 50, if I had yeah, to guess. 14 carries for 46 yards. Right. Oof. On the season, they showed a stat he was averaging four yards per carry. Really? That does not sound right. Yeah, this has been the least impressive four yards per carry I've seen from a running back. I mean, to be fair, they're trying to throw it a ton. They did, yeah. This was kind of like a a microcosm of the season, really. Couldn't stop the run. I'm yeah. pretty sure Curtis Martin went over 100 yards. Yeah, and a thousand yards again on the season. Um, couldn't stop a pass rush. Brady was getting shellacked the entire time, and just. Like couldn't run the ball early and just got away from like just didn't even try anymore. And Brady was just chucking around and didn't have the time, wasn't accurate, just wasn't able to put the team on his back. Which again is surprising considering what we've seen for the last I don't know, since probably two thousand four ish. Like when he just decided, Yeah, no, I am gonna put the team on my back and the offense is gonna run through me now instead of him being more of a game manager like these yeah. first couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, he was 19 of 37 for 133, one touchdown, one pick. So, like, yeah. really not that impressive. No. And the and the pick was his kind of patented getting really frustrated the offense doesn't do anything and chucking it deep into double coverage. Yeah. You know? He still does so got, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah. But you were seeing it in 2002. Frustration with the offense. There was such a weird lack of urgency in this game, given how important it really was. Like, yeah. it didn't seem like a game with any implication at all. And it was actually very important. Right. It was played at home and everything, and the crowd was behind him, and they still just, like, didn't seem to get up for it. Yeah. Because, yeah, the, I mean, the defense, which had been the, I guess, the strength of this team, or, or what you would expect to be in the early years, like, this year wasn't. Like, they were getting absolutely no pass rush. Even when they brought the mm-hmm. blitz, it easily got picked up, and Pennington just had all day to throw. Was he even sacked? They had one play where he, I think he was not. It was close, and he, but he still like picked up a yard. Yeah, he was pressured. It's because so, they can't stop the run. I mean, right. 
that'll that slows down your pass rush and now puts yeah. more. I think they, the, the secondary still bit on every. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but they just had to cover for too long. Yep. And the defense was biting on every play action that Chad Penning was doing. They had that. It was uh, to be fair, it was a good play action. I'll give them that. I'm interested oh, to see how much they turn over that. into 2003. How much what? How much of the defense they turn over after this? Mm. Um, well, what was game one of 2003? I don't remember, dude. Oh, fine. I know. I bet you do. Yeah, you do. We'll <laughs> yeah, save that do. talk for that week. So yeah. you said that he said he had a good uh, play action, Pennington. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they said the whole dislocating the hand thing. Yeah. So they said that. So he, he dislocated it in the preseason game. They rushed him back. It said due to the severity of the injury and a rush rehab process. Pennington's wrists would never be the same, and his once outstanding play fake became thoroughly ordinary. Wow. Wow. <laughs> how? So just think about how good that play fake could have been, Andy. This is a year still, after. Yeah, oh, yeah, before yeah. it. So yeah. this is what I'm saying. Like, it was must, good. Must have been known for his play fakes. It, he, he sold like, out uh, on it. It was, it was really good. Read option where you leave it in his belly for like an extra second. Good old yeah. Chadwick. Chadwick. What's James name? Chadwick to you. James Chadwick Pennington. The yeah. third. Oh, the third is the yeah. No, I made that part up. <laughs> Lord uh, Chadwick. All right, what else can we pile on since this is uh shit on the Patriots week? Oh well, the shit on Chadwick. He <laughs> apparently <laughs> when he got traded to the Dolphins, it was like like a rush job for the preseason. And he just got married, and they said he brought his playbook on his honeymoon. Oh, my God. (laughs) What a loser. Is he still married? Probably. I doubt it. (laughs) He just seems like a a dork, you know? A one-woman kind of guy. Yeah, he got a 3.83 GPA. Yeah. What do you score on the Wonderlick? Vanilla yogurt. Plain yogurt. Not even yogurt. (laughs) What do you think his Wonderlick was? Uh, what was Brady's? 32? Yeah. Uh, 50? Probably right What's around, there, I think. 50. 50? Yeah. Give me him uh, 41. He was a Rhodes Scholar. Finally. Oh, oh, fuck. Oh, look at this dummy. 25. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> you idiot. How did he get, how was he a Rhodes Scholar finalist? And then it's a 25 in the Wonderland. Right. Wait, you're, you're serious about the Rhodes Scholar thing? Yeah, that's what, according to Wiki, <laughs> wikipedia.com. <laughs> wow. Yeah, renowned source. <laughs> of unbiased mm. factual information. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's surprising. It was, a, it was an interesting look from Belichick. Red with a headband. Oh, I love Ooh, the headband look. Rocking the headband. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. That was pretty slick. No holes in his sweater, which no, none taking care of himself. Yeah, well, for him, <laughs> yeah, sliding scale. Uh, I love Belichick's like attire because it's like you know, you see like hipsters are like, Oh, I don't care what I look like, but his is just so authentically not giving a shit, you know. Yeah, you just have to respect it, you yeah. do. So completely unflattering all the time. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't give a shit. 
He's the the least photogenic man ever. <laughs> Even those like a man who had half a beard at one point. <laughs> yeah, right. Rich coming from you, Greg. I'm not. I'm not trying to imply that I'm photogenic. I'm just saying at least he's setting the bar low. Well, what is it like? Trash and a dumpster and like you know you can if you well, just crash, yeah but... to to go back to what lisa was saying earlier of once you set a standard a high bar people start to accept uh, expect that from you so always set a low standard <laughs> <laughs> just be Words as like live by yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. holy shit so uh i got some names for you guys here all right uh, starting on this defense, and you tell me if you've ever heard of him. Okay. Uh, I'm just, actually I'm just going to go through the list, and you tell me if you've heard of him. Bobby Hamilton, left defensive end. Yeah. Yes. Richard Seymour, left defensive tackle. Yes. Yeah. Rick Lyle, right defensive tackle. I had that note. Who the fuck is Lyle? Yep. So did I. Yeah. Anthony Pleasant, Roman Pfeiffer, Mike Vrabel, Ted Johnson, of the linebackers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, cornerbacks, Ty Law. I, I'm assuming you've heard of him. Mm-hmm. Leonard, Leonard Myers. I remember Leonard Myers. A little bit. Really? Mm-hmm. Sure I do. I not remember him at all. I, I do. not liking him. Which is strange because he actually, apparently he played in seven games in 2001. Oh, I don't remember that. He did something that like that. made me. And eight games this season. And this was his one and only start. Uh, I and he was the one that Pennington was picking on in this game. Mm. Uh, and then your safeties are Laurie Beloy and Tabucky Jones. But I have not heard of two of these starting players on the defense. Lyle must have been new. I did see him on the list of like Jets players currently playing on the Patriots, which was pretty long, as we all know. Mm-hmm. And I saw his name at the top. I was like, who the? F-? I mean, I saw him on the game too. I was like, who is Lyle? So he must have like was it Steve Martin was so shit, right? Belichick probably got him this this in this week, I would think, and just signed some guy he knew from the Jets. Yeah, it must have been because Ben didn't work. Because <laughs> as still- a, as a defensive end, he spent five, six, seven, eight, nine years in the league. Wow! And had eleven sacks ever. Did Ever. He them all with the Jets or was it- uh, no, but in 2001 he hit his high where he had three and a half sacks with the Jets before coming to New England, where he had none in two years. Yeah, the real question is, how did Wayne Corbett not play on the Patriots? Right? Yeah, he, he, it was always a killer too. A five ten white receiver that was undrafted out of a Division One Double A school like that. Belichick right all over. That played in the AFC East. He's basically <laughs> Welker. Yeah. What yeah. He is. Plays without gloves too. Think about the glove game. Right. Wow. Tom Brady wearing gloves and him not wearing gloves, and then if he starts wearing gloves and Tom Brady does it, <laughs> and his name is. His name is Wayne John Cravet instead of John Wayne Cravet, which is just, <laughs> it's just chef's kiss. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't know that. So, yeah. all right, here, here's a conspiracy theory for you. Okay. Belichick so, played against Wayne Cravet and wanted him the entire time, but Cravet mm, wouldn't come. So mm-hmm. as soon as Belichick saw another shifty white receiver playing in the AFC East that would, uh, would play really well against him, he's like, I have to have him. And he signed... Mm-hmm. 
You spent what was it, like a second round draft pick on uh, Wes Welker? Yeah, second yeah. round. That's got so, legs. That that makes that's, sense. That's a, that a long waiting sense. game, though. That's I, well, true. I, I think yeah, he just yeah. had his eyes open for that that shifty yeah, that long. Who would that else, shifty who else white receiver? That yeah. role in those years, but I can't think of anybody else. Yeah, I mean, I mean Troy who, Brown kind of fit that role. Oh, but like the undrafted one double a white wide receiver yeah, yeah, yeah. with that shift yeah you, you've talked about what round troy was picked in he was like the closest thing you can come to undrafted that's true yeah, yeah. it was eighth round yeah. i think yeah, it was a yeah. round that doesn't exist anymore but out of where did he play marshall uh, with played with Chad pennington yeah, well, uh, no. Was but, before no, I think he'd been in the league too long. Definitely, I had. think it would have been no, sick. Imagine those uh, those college highlights: Troy Brown, Randy Moss, and Chad Pennington. <laughs> yeah, Steve, Whoa. didn't we look it up that Troy Brown and Randy Moss were they overlapped at the end? One year. Seven. Troy Brown was there in two thousand seven. Randy Moss was there. Oh, I thought I thought they overlapped in in college. Oh, in college? No, it was the other no, way around. No, they overlapped sense. in. Um, New England at the very end of 07 at the very telltale of Troy and the very beginning of Randy. Yes. Yes. That's what it was. It was like seven. Yeah. Because, uh, Randy Moss, when he played for the Vikings this year, uh, the first, like as soon as the game ended, the Patriots won pretty handily and Randy Moss gave up on the last play. <laughs> um, you know, as he does, but the, like, you know how they, they show everybody like talking after the game and, Randy Moss was like buddy buddy with Troy Brown, so we floated the conspiracy theory that Troy Brown is the reason Randy Moss ended up in New England because of the Marshall connection. I'm not saying it's not true. Yeah, that one's a little bit more of a stretch. I feel it's not. I mean, Randy's like, "Hey, Troy, we went to the same alma mater. We're buddies. What do you think of Belichick? What do you like? Do you like working with him?" And Troy's like, "Yeah, of course, this is the best." If yeah, they traded for him, he didn't like sign here as a free agent. Yeah, but why did they go after him in the first place? Because because he's the best receiver in the NFL. I don't know, Andy. But he hadn't had good seasons, though. They were still taking a chance. Remember Randy's Moss contract was outrageous then. He took a huge pay cut to come here. That's right. Why did he do that? As soon as he got traded. Yeah, why did Randy accept the deal? Yeah. All right, fine. You're right. Can we move on? (laughs) Nope. Uh Remember uh, Chris Berman's Troy Brown? He, he saw his go. Troy Brown from? Yep. <laughs> you know what it is? Mobile. And renowned. Oh, that's that? right. Oh, yeah. Apparently, what does that mean? Yeah, I never do that either. Lester Raymond Brown and his band of renown. <laughs> from ni- like 1938 jazz musician, apparently. <laughs> Dude, Chris Berman always has the deepest cuts. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Les Brown and his band of renown. Yeah. <laughs> Les Brown, I think, is a white dude. Not that it matters, yes, but okay. Like it. In 1930s jazz, too? That's crazy, mm. too. 19, yeah. 1947. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, led the band for nearly seven decades from 1938 to 2000. Whoa. <laughs> Maybe wow. not that deep of a cut. Shit. Yeah. Not my kind of music. That's a hell of a. That's a hell of a cut. Yeah. Do you have any um, Bermanisms for this one, Greg? I think we already did the Jets, didn't we? I don't know. It's been so long. 
Eh, maybe not, but they're not worth I it. No, I did not do any now. No. no, you don't have anything from John Hall. That feels like, yeah, like Matt Turk. There's definitely a name you can do there. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question: Who do you think was the best? Who who had the most yards out of Lavernius Cole, Santana Moss, and Wayne Corbett? Hmm. There, Stephen Corr was pretty stacked. That's yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Solid one through three right there. Are you talking about in this game or no? Just career-wise. Oh, oh. Career-wise. let's do the game first. I'd say Santana Moss probably, just because he played forever on the Redskins. That was a deep threat. Yeah, especially if you that's use, what like, I would say. Returns and all that too. He's a sick returner, even in this oh, game. Oh right. Yeah. Mm, you are correct. It goes all Moss, right. Coles, Corbett. Yeah, Corbett was the possession receiver. I would have put him last. In this game, though? Mm-hmm. Well, it's got to be Santana, especially when you have yeah. all purpose stuff. It could be Coles, because Coles had that big, deep touchdown pass that should have been picked off by whoever the hell it was. Was that the double coverage throw? Yeah, Victor yeah. Green. <laughs> like, literally had it in his hands and just didn't back up far enough before he jumped, and it just yeah. sailed over his head, dropped it right in the basket. Distressing. It was Ty, I think. He was on Coles all night. So I'm no. saying why Moss had the most. Stat check? It, it was Coles was 78. This is receiving yeah, yards, 78. Yeah. Moss was 77. Crocodile oh. was 61. <laughs> They're all right about the same. Mm. Uh, Patriots, I would say Kevin Falk had the most receiving yards. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> he seems like the yeah. only one that had any. Yeah, him yeah. and David Patton, both at 38. Troy cool. Brown, tough day. Seven targets, two catches, eight yards, and a fumble punt. He had yeah. one catch where he got hurt, too. Yeah. He like came, landed on the football yeah. on his lower back. Yeah. He was hurting. Eesh. He landed on his like, tailbone or something, the way he was holding himself. I do have from the Pad Chennington – or Chadwick, sorry. His, uh, his At Shennington. <laughs> the commentators are like fumbling over each other to like do great math about like, oh, this is what he does in one quarter. What if you extrapolate that to the whole game? Oh, yeah. 692 yards. <laughs> Did you just do that in your head? Oh my God, you're so smart. It's just like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> well, they were, they were having a rough night because apparently this was the Monday night game, right? Yeah. And they had done the Sunday night game in Dallas the night before. And they were acting like it was the biggest fucking deal that they were in Dallas 24 hours ago. Yeah. They, they would not shut the fuck up about that. Yeah. Like, so we're all running on no sleep. Uh, okay. All right. Let's show the camera guys again. <laughs> yeah. Cause they were running. Oh, look, there's Santa Claus holding the, uh, the microphone. Yeah. They, it wasn't their best game, but December 22nd. Yeah, it was also three days before Christmas. And they kept showing like shots of, you know, New England Christmas and like, oh, they do it different up here. There's like one house that has some wreaths on the windows and like that is beautiful. It's amazing. It looks like a fucking house. I think that's my neighbor. And like, I think they leave that up all year round. Yeah, but I live in Virginia. It just looks like a goddamn house. It's not like a New England (laughs) house that is like, oh, yes, only people in New England put up wreaths in their windows. (laughs) Exactly. And then they had some like Irish folk music. All I have is cactus. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) 
If they just came from Dallas, I suppose that makes more sense. Yeah. And we had snow as well. So, all right. Do we want to do best and worst? I don't think there's much else to talk about in this. Yeah. All right. Greg, you want to go first? No. <laughs> Steve? Uh, yeah, I'll take the best, best so Greg doesn't have it. <laughs> okay. Definitely the Kevin Falk touchdown return. Where he hurdled like two guys touchdown and they went up like what seven or I don't know, yeah, nothing, something like that. No, seven, nothing it was the first touchdown, and uh, he just took it right back to the house, yeah. And in it, he like kind of cuts left and then cuts back right and just sees a little gap in the blocking and jumps a dude that's <laughs> like kind of falling over. And if you watch it from the opposite, from the end zone. You see him jump and you see three jets just missing it. They, and they can't get over the guy on the ground. And then it's just him on the kicker. And it's like, you better outrun that kicker, Kevin. Like, <laughs> if you don't outrun that kicker, you know Belichick's going to play that highlight on the loop of you getting caught. Oh, my God, yeah. No, I don't subscribe to that theory. Getting like getting tackled by the kicker is like losing in a Super Bowl. Like You have to get to the point of getting to the kicker. I don't know. But he had to get a great uh... angle. The kicker really had to like – no chance. It's one of those. If you get caught by the kicker, it's your fault for not. If you get like caught, like he chases you down, like we yeah. saw Vinatieri chase yeah. that guy down. That's like different. That. that guy, Herschel Walker. Yes, it was Herschel Walker, wasn't it? It was. So yeah, I think it depends on the kicker. I'm kind of in the middle of you two. If you get tackled by Adam Vinatieri and he runs you down, fair enough. If you get tackled by Sebastian Janikowski, like that should be on loop the next day. Hmm. Because I don't think Sebastian Janikowski has ever made a tackle in his career because he does the Olay every time. I love Sebastian. I know. I just love him. See <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then my worst is the 2007 spread against the Eagles. We were at okay. negative 24 and a half points. And if you remember, that was that Chip Kelly game where it was super close. Oh yeah! Why the fuck would you make a fucking spread negative twenty four and a half? So the Patriots are twenty four like, and a half point favorites. I remember all the details of the game. I remember it was super close and we barely won. Do you know why they were twenty four and a half point favorites? Because every game before they were like at least two touchdown favorites and they kept blowing it away. Mm-hmm. Like they covered by like two touchdowns on top of whatever the spread was. So finally got up to twenty four and a half and then they won by like seven. Oh, there was like three. I felt like I felt like it was pretty close, but whatever. There were a couple of close games here, yeah. I blame Vegas. So, do you know what the uh, biggest spread in the other way for the Patriots was? One of their biggest the underdogs? Huh? Um, was it the Super Bowl? Nope. Wait, the biggest favorites they were? No, the biggest uh, underdogs. Dogs. Underdogs. Uh, dogs. Eleven and a half points. Yeah, they're fourteen point dogs to the Rams. In the Super Bowl, weren't they? Not according to PatriotsDynasty.info. Oh, Andy. <laughs> it may have shifted. It was I got all my information from Pro Football Reference. So. I mean, it's got to be around this time frame, right? Yeah. yeah. Steelers. Steelers AFC Championship. Oh. Champion. Oh. No, no Steel- uh, Steelers opening week? No. No, they weren't that big of a. I don't know. Oh. Tell us. Uh, the Colts game where Patton oh. throws, runs, and catches. Oh, wait, not, oh, shit. not Brady's first start? That well, was surprisingly ex- not. His second, that, right? Yeah, that's surprising. Wow, shit. Okay. Who knew? All right, Greg, you got your best and worst ready? Uh, you yeah. Make something up? 
yes, I have something to add here. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I was, First time for everything. Call it best and worst, whatever. Uh, <laughs> looking at scores around the league for the same week, because I was like, oh, I wonder how the Bills did, because they were, you know, we played them last week, right? Yeah. Uh, so they went to Lambeau and lost 10 to nothing to Green Bay. Holy Beautiful. shit. And between Brett Favre and Drew Bledsoe, they had less than <laughs> 300 yards passing, combined one touchdown and four picks. Nice. <laughs> oh and they were God. sacked eight times. <laughs> Merry what fucking a, Christmas. What a sloppy game. I'm a little surprised the the picks weren't more than four combined. I know. Would you rather watch those three each? Yeah. That's 27 awesome. degrees, wind chill 13 yeah. in Lambeau. So. Would you rather watch that game in person or this game on TV? That game in person? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, man. Poor blood, so. All right, Lisa, we kind of sprung this on you, but do you have any best and worst? How, how does this, is, am I talking about this game or what's the format? Uh, some of us talk about this game. Greg it's open ended. Doesn't, doesn't watch the game. Doesn't often. You do like best and worst experience. <laughs> best and worst of brothers. Feel free to rank us. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you're all equally great. That's my Oof. mom answer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, our mom doesn't I... answer it like that, though. Yeah, she hates <laughs> you. No, she doesn't. She loves you. She loves you all the time. <laughs> oh man that's what she says to me dude <laughs> she's here she says about you <laughs> how how far apart are you guys in age uh, 18 months yeah i'm 37 Greg, and i'm 80, and 32 yeah i i always forget how old i am now i think i'm 32 yeah. yeah yeah we have a sister as well who's between me and steve yeah, so, so me and, and Ellie are 18, 18 months apart. Months, me and Greg are 18 months, and then me and Ellie are two and two a half years apart. Why, yeah. why isn't she on this podcast? She hates uh, us. Because she's smarter than us. <laughs> <laughs> she knows better. Yeah, she also has three children and doesn't yeah. have time to watch football games from 2002. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. yeah. I tell like, them downstairs. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, but about this game, um, no, I mean, it's very little best and all worst. Um, I, there was one play that I kind of liked where Tom fell over. It was like right after that goal line stand where the Jets had to settle for a field goal. And then on that, that subsequent drive, Tom fell over and he just looked so mad. And I don't know. It brought me joy. Um, <laughs> I like that's, sassy that's, Tom. That's my favorite was, Tom was, is when he starts getting fiery. mad and pissy. Yeah. Was that yeah. the one where where uh John Abrams pushed Matt Light back so far that he yeah. stepped on yes. Brady's foot? Yeah. Yes. Left <laughs> <sighs> day for Matt Light. Yeah. Sacking his own quarterback. Microcosm of the game. Yeah, that was, that was bad. Yeah. All right. Well, I had I don't know if this is the best or worst. It was a best for this game, but maybe a worst for what's to come. Uh, they were, show, it were they were kept throwing it back to Chris Berman for like highlights of other games that had happened over the weekend. 
And one of them was, um, I don't remember who the Chargers were playing, but they were down a score with like a few, like under a minute left or something. And uh, they lost because Rache Caldwell fumbled it. And I thought, well, uh, a sign of things to come. I like Caldwell. <laughs> we'll get to this. I think Caldwell's underrated. I know. We will get to this because I disagree. And we've had this disagreement for a while. Wait till we get to Kembrell Tompkins, my boy. <laughs> oh, I, I might not mute. <laughs> he was the second coming of David Gibbons. I oh. love, I still oh. do love Kembrell Tompkins. Okay. All right. Um, and my best is more about the podcast. Uh, I got an email the other day that we made it into the Spotify podcast charts. Ooh. Wow. Uh, number 55 in sports and recreation. In Slovakia. <laughs> All our Slovakian fans. Dude. That, that oh was a great buildup. I oh, thought, yeah. oh my God, I'm on a good podcast. Uh, you should have known that by now. <laughs> so whoever are... In Eastern Europe. <laughs> whoever our one Slovakian listener is who has listened to the Reddit. podcast, maybe, maybe once. Uh, thank you. For getting us Dude, the highest my, ranking of our podcast career, it's probably my buddy Peter Hosko. Oh yeah, yeah. I work with the guy from Czech Republic. There you go. And, and the only like passable conversation we can have is about the Bruins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, Pasternak having a great year, and he just gets all pep in his step. I can see it. He, lo- he loves talking about Czech <laughs> hockey players. <laughs> That's awesome. Impasse is great too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, when you go, when you see him at work next, uh, thank him for the one listen that we got that put us on the Slovakian sports and recreation Spotify. I'm chart. saying it's from Reddit. We're about to climb this chart once this episode releases. Yep. Yeah, but it hasn't released yet. You do realize we're still recording it now. Oh, right? we're starting on 50. We're about to be fucking number one <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> in Eastern Europe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, buy some targeted ads. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is with targeted ads. Yeah. <laughs> you think anybody would listen without it? Yeah. Jesus. It took us it took us a season and a half to convince yeah. our mother to listen to this goddamn podcast. First Slovakia, then Slovenia. <laughs> <laughs> then the world. Uh, uh, Albania, look out. <laughs> We're coming for you. Oh man. So this is the, the part where, Steve, you want to give out the uh, the URL where we ask for reviews that nobody gives us? Ah, should I forget it? Oh, what? Ratethispodcast.com slash Pat's Pod. Yeah. Everybody remembers that because it's literally ratethispodcast.com. Do you know what it does? Andy, did you do that site as well or did you just like add this to there? I don't know how that URL works. Wait, we have huh? a website? <laughs> But like you know, you do pages, dynasty and patspod.com. Yeah, you do. No, it's it's a service that will let you oh. rate the podcast with it with whatever you're listening to it on right now, unless you're listening to it on the on the the web, which a lot of people seem to be doing. And you can go to patspod.com and you can rate it from there. That just you know rolls off the tongue better. Patspod.com, you know. I know. That's why I I, I bought it. I can't believe that was available. That's pod. I'm a little surprised too. Yeah, 
I believe you can also go to um, doyourpod.com, which I purchased. Uh-hoo. Hearing it from from uh, part of my take, but don't tell them that. I won't. Okay, good. <laughs> Thanks. It's our little secret. No one will know. No one's listening to this. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, why are you asking for ratings then? It's just mom. She'll tell us. That's true, and she does constantly. Every time we bash you, Bledsoe, she tears us a new one. Mm. She yeah. does. She like wants. She wants it to be a call-in uh, show, which I don't think she understands how podcasts work. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we. I mean, maybe we can. Oh, you know what we should do? We'll set up a voicemail box that people can leave us voicemails instead. Maybe that'll be easier. Oh yeah. Oh lord. Yeah. <laughs> And you, all right, yeah. I'll work on that for next episode. Maybe we'll have that in the the 2003 season. Yeah. Let's start with ratings and then we'll graduate. So leave us a voicemail to quote unquote call. (laughs) No, let's start with listeners other than mom and then we'll get to the ratings. We'll get Mita on here. I got a bunch (laughs) of dumbass friends that'll leave some stupid shit on a voicemail. (laughs) See, that's what I'm saying. That might actually be easier. Yeah. Because, I mean, most of our friends are illiterate. So it's not like they can actually write us a podcast. We so. did call them big dick dummies, and I don't think we're too far off. Yeah. Well, you know. All right. Uh, what do we have next week? The season finale. Correct. Dolphins. Yeah, correct. Nicely done. Yeah. At home, Dave Wanstat, the man, the myth, the mustache. Patriots need a win and some help to get in the playoffs. I don't think we're spoiling anything to say that they don't get into the playoffs, but they do finish on a on a high note. But we'll find that out next week on the Pages Dynasty Podcast. See you later. See you later. See you later.